Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by our guest speaker. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. Matthew 14 and verse 13. Now, when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. And when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. And when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he compassed on them, or and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Now, when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go to the, into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, They need not go away. And, and, and this has jumped out at me before. I've even preached about it a time or two. But Jesus' response is, You give them something to eat. That's incredible. There's a crowd of 4,000 men and women and children on top of that. And Jesus tells the disciples, give them something to eat. Can you imagine being in this scenario? Can you imagine a crowd of 4,000 plus people who are hungry? They've been there perhaps all day and there's a need and you see the need, the obvious response would be to send them away to fend for themselves. Go, go into Oconomowoc or into Delsman or down to Sunnyside and get yourself some food. But no, Jesus' response was, feed them. You feed them. Hmm. You give them something to eat. Verse 17, and their response, they said to him, we have only five loaves here and two fish. This is all we have. Five loaves and two fish. God, how are you expecting us to feed 4,000 plus women and children? And he said, bring them here to me. Verse 19, then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up into heaven and said a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up 12 baskets full of broken pieces left over. And those who ate were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. And we'll come back to there in a moment, but if you'll turn in your Bibles to the book of 1 Kings, I believe. Just give me one second. 1 Kings chapter 18 and verse 41. And Elijah said to Ahab, Go up. Eat and drink, for there is a sound of the rushing of rain. 
So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel, and he bowed himself down on the earth and put his face between his knees, and he said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again. Seven times this happened. And at the seventh time, he said, Behold, a little cloud like a man's hand is rising from the sea. And he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down lest the rain stop you. And verse 45, and in a little while, the heavens grew black with clouds and wind and there was a great rain, a great rain. So yesterday we had the honor of attending another installation. It was the fourth one in about a year's time. And, and every one of them was, was quite a bit different. And, and, and this one was beautiful, just like the, the prior three had been. Ah. Mm. It was for a dear friend of mine and Miranda's, a couple that's very close to us. And... It's interesting because <laughs> they've had an interesting couple of years. They had a church that they were pastoring just about two years ago, and it was a, a, a growing church and a thriving church. Um, it, it was a church that was financially stable. Their building was paid for, and he was full-time in the ministry, and a powerful man of God, ministering at a district level with a district position. And he just started to feel uncomfortable where he was at. And he ended up taking another church in another state. And they were not there very long. He stepped into a situation that wasn't presented accurately to him. And so... It looked like he was coming back to the state of Wisconsin. Huh. It looked like he was perhaps defeated and limping. And how do you step through something like that when you were so clear, you felt so strongly the will of God and, and you pursue the will of God and, and yet he comes back and huh, it looks like he was completely out of the will of God. And we did have a time where we were able to just spend with them and encourage them and they've encouraged us and just a short while later we get to go to their installation at a church that they've been blessed with an opportunity and somehow through it all God was working things and moving things and stirring things and can I just tell you sometimes God tells you something like Hey, how about you go ahead and you do this? There's a need. Go ahead and feed. And you step out in faith. You don't know how it's going to look. You don't know how it's going to happen. But can I just tell you, if God is in it, if God has called you to it, God's going to provide this is immutable, it's unchangeable. If we will find the will of God and just cling to it, yes, 
God is going to make a way. And I'll just tell you, in a short little bit of time, I'm amazed how God restores everything. And God taught some lessons along the way and showed some things and revealed some things of the heart. Oh, a powerful man just had a few things God needed to work on him. And, and, and what God has blessed them with, he's restored it all, given them a fresh opportunity where they're, reviver, they're, 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 they're restored in their strength and their zeal. And I'm just in awe as, as it's unfolding. A new congregation about 50 people. And, and, and God has moved so much in this circumstance as one, one church has reached out and blessed the community and, and how, how God had gone before and made a way and opens doors. He, he provides a place for them to worship in, in a Baptist church, a shrinking Baptist congregation. Ha. Huh. Through it all, I don't have time to go on into all the details, but that Baptist preacher, that old aging Baptist preacher along the way is filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost with his arms raised at a Pentecostal altar. You know, it doesn't matter what it looks like along the way. If you will find God's will and cling to it and be in agreement with it, be in agreement with it, be in agreement with it. $10. $10. God gave them a building for $10. And it's a beautiful little building. $10. Because they were in agreement with the will of God. Because a pastor had a vision and reached out. And a church bought into the vision. And, and, God, and it was an agreement with the word of God. And God's the whole time, he's lining up a man. He's kind of moving him here because he's uncomfortable. Places him there. And it doesn't look like anything's working out. And all of a sudden, God has the perfect opportunity. I am so excited for my friend. God moves this way. God told them, you feed the people. And who provided? God did. God provided for the disciples. God broke the bread and he put it into the disciples' hands. It was always God's intention to be the provision. That is the God we serve. Find the will of God. Be in agreement with the will of God. And watch what God does. I want to share another thing with you. So, uh, Uganda. Some of you heard a little bit of a reference to it. So if you haven't heard the story, that last story was right here uh, in Wisconsin. And God provided. Let me go a little bit further abroad and be in agreement with the will of God. And so... God has a way of opening doors, and I can't go into all the details, but I've got a brother. I've got a brother. We've got a brother who, who pastoring a, a, a church that is a revival church. He, he, he's got a ministry that God is just blessing, and, and because he's a man of faith, he operates in the realm of faith. And I've sat back and I've questioned and I've wondered at times because as God has called him and drawn him uh, from, from just pastoring a church to uh, a, a nationally ministering and, and, and it was interesting because 
We see little details and no little details. And, and, and it, it seemed like that when, when they would be gone from their church and they were gone often, they would always come back to a mess. And, and, and they've struggled with, in the process. And, and me and my, <laughs> my mind's eyes, like, well, duh, if you're gone that much, you're supposed to be pastoring. But then I'm reminded God's ways don't always make sense to us. And, and once again, if, if we will just step out in faith and in, be in agreement with his will, huh, God's going to provide and do the miraculous. It's the realm God operates in. And so God continues to increase their ministry. And, and, and so their church has ups and downs along the way. And, and God takes them from a national in, uh, ministry to an international ministry to the point where they're now uh, honorary missionaries so that they can, the UPC is backing them and giving them the ability to, to go out and evangelize internationally while still pastoring a church. And what's happened over time, I don't have time to go into all the details, but when the congregation came in agreement with the pastor's calling, God has done the miraculous. They no longer come back to a mess and they're gone even more. What happens when they came into agreement with the pastor's calling, because it's what God's will is, God is blessing the church, and they find themselves with other problems like a building uh, having to build a new building to, to uh, facilitate and house all the members of the church. That's the way God works. And so there they are on their last trip. It's just a few weeks old, and they go to Uganda. Oh, find God's will. Be in agreement with God's will and watch what God does. Watch what God does. Because if he's called you to it, if you're in, it's, it's, just, it's like not working for God, it's working with God. You know, there's a big difference. I, I'm not just a minister for God. Oh, God, help me to minister with you. What are you doing today? What are you speaking to? What are you wanting to touch, God? Because I want to work with you. There's a big difference. So finding God's will, be in agreement with it, and watch what God does. So here they are in Uganda. And it just so happens that Uganda has two dry seasons. And the dry season, this time of year, it goes from December through February. The dry season. It's Africa, people. It's dry. And, and you look up Uganda, and it happens to be a place where there are lakes, but they happen to be ministering in a place on this, this crusade where there was not water. True story, it just happened. And so there's a number of men that are ministering throughout the day as they're on this crusade, and, and, and my, brother, my brother brings up the tail end of it. And what is he? Ah, he's a man of faith. And he operates in, in, in the gifts of the Spirit. <laughs> and so he's going to do what he does. And, and he preaches on baptism and he preaches on the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. And he's preaching to a bunch of Trinitarian people. They're, 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 it's a Christian nation by and large, but they're Trinitarian. And so they have this tremendous opportunity and, and, and they haven't all been filled with the Holy Ghost. They don't know of it. And, and he's teaching on the oneness of God and he's speaking of these, these spiritual principles and truths of the word of God and doctrine. And he preaches on baptism. But they don't have anywhere to baptize anyone. Where they're going, it's just out in the middle of nowhere. 
they'll set up a, a, a tent and have 400 plus people show up as they're traveling through the bush or whatever it is. But it's the dry season and he's preaching on baptism. True story. Ah, because I'm telling you, if we will find God's will, be in agreement with it, God's going to move and God's going to... Everything that he set out to accomplish, everything that his word set out to accomplish, it will accomplish. Amen. Agreement with God's word. So he's preaching on baptism. People are being filled with the Holy Ghost and they have nowhere to baptize. So somehow they get their hands on a pool, a small pool, just big enough to fill with enough water to actually get them completely under the water submerged, right? And they take it with them to the next town. They set up their tent, no water. It's the dry season. And he really goes after and he preaches about baptism in Jesus' name. Outpouring of the Holy Ghost is going on. But what are we going to do to, 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 to baptize? And they tell him, we could fill that. There is a river. It's quite some ways away. And it's going to take seven hours for us to haul back and forth enough water with the containers we have to fill that thing. And a man of faith in agreement with the will of God speaks a word of faith. Why? Because Jesus said something in the word, except you being born of water and of spirit. The answer to the response, what shall we do? Repent and be baptized. This isn't my brother-in-law's problem. This is God's problem. It's the dry season. And he says, no worries. Gotta fill the pool. Keep preaching. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, just like we just read in Scripture, a prophetic word of utterance in the will of God. Wind just whips up out of nowhere. One small little cloud comes out of nowhere. Next thing you know, it covers them. And it starts pouring in the middle of the dry season. This is unheard of. They're grabbing whatever containers they can as the water's coming off the canopy of the tent. They're filling it, the, the, the containers, so they can fill the, 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 the little pool up to the brim. And, oh, as sure as I'm standing here, as soon as the pool was full, the wind stopped and the cloud went away. This just happened. This happened to be a day where, where it was a split session. So they started baptizing people. It's a small pool and they're baptizing hundreds of people. They run low on water. Huh. Every person that goes in and gets back out, there's a little less water. It's the drought. They break for lunch. They come back and more water's missing. They don't know if it evaporated or people just took the water. Back to preaching. Second half of the, of, of the event. <laughs> don't worry. God will provide. God pours out more of his spirit. There is more need to be baptized. Speak a word of faith. And what do you know? The wind whips back up. The cloud comes on back. It starts pouring again. This just happened. Yeah. God fills the pool. The water stops. And they finish baptizing. Can I just tell you? Find God's will. 
He's given us a work to do. He's got a calling on our life. He's gone ahead and gave, given us a commission. Well, let's just open our mouth and speak the word of faith and just watch what God's going to do. Find his will, be in agreement with it, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and will continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262-965-5177 or email us at info at abundantlifechurch.org.